Here we are, folks. Episode 6, back on 18, a Minnesota Twins baseball podcast. I'm your host, Joe. Be sure to follow me on Twitter at 18TwinsPodcast. And uh, let's get started with episode 6. So, I really don't have anything prepared to talk about. Uh, I think I have an idea of what I might do. But I just really wanted to record an episode because I feel like it's been an interesting day. Uh, in the baseball world, I've read a lot. I've seen a lot. Uh, it's also election day. But anyways, so I I would like to talk about what uh, happens with uh, the free agent. Or what's, what's happened with the free agent market. What can we expect the Twins to do? Uh, just an overall general uh, generalization on the free agent market. So uh, I think... The twins will be pretty aggressive. Uh, I er, I don't know. Last year they were very aggressive. I hope and I can kind of expect we might get a bit of last year's mentality. Uh, I would like to see us get some of last last year's mentality. Um, but you know we'll see. Um, I I feel like Correa kind of fell into the lap, and I think it would have been interesting if we had last year with. Al Correa, how we would have looked back on their aggressiveness if they would have been in, as aggressive. But either way, the Twins better resign Correa because they need to, and they better sign one starting pitcher. They have every single uh, money value that they can need. They just need to be aggressive. Uh, I know people like think, oh, those 10-year deals don't work out that often. And I'm going to be honest, yeah, when you make dumb ones, they don't. But if you make a good deal and Correa would be the player you would be able to make a good deal on, I think that it could definitely be that it could definitely be worth it. You know, I I can't see any world where I would regret signing the ten year deal with Correa. Maybe towards the end, but even towards the end it wouldn't be that bad. You know, it'd just be could you imagine having Correa for the next for having career for the next 10 years or so. So, I mean, I just would really, really like to see that. Uh, I would just, I, I hope they resign Correa. But anyways, there's not just Correa. We also need starting pitchers because the the Twins, they have, like I've said in other, in other podcasts, they have the potential for a very good starting rotation. If they just go out and sign one guy, that's all they need. They spend twenty million on a pitcher and thirty million on Correa this offseason. Guess what? They're still ten million dollars cheaper than last year, and I would say they have a significantly better team than last year. Okay, so this is what I think, especially if they made some like deals where they dropped uh, or traded Urshela and kept it. They have an easy possibility of being a better team than they were last year, and I hope dearly that the Twins sees that. I know everybody's talking about the Twins aren't known to go for these types of deals, and I'm going to be honest, that's probably true, but also the franchise has shown that they've been willing to. They weren't, the Twins weren't known for the Gary Sanchez and Joe Urshela trade. Uh, they weren't known for signing Carlos Correa. They weren't known for signing Josh Donaldson. But we slowly progressed, and hopefully this is the next point where we can get a deal done and get us to where we need to be. Because 
I I think this team has so much potential. I know we collapsed down the stretch, but we were a good September away from making it to the playoffs. If we had played as well as the Guardians did during September, we would have made it to the playoffs. Okay? And we know we could play as well as the Guardians because we played as well as them most of the year. Overall, through like the first, excluding September, we played at the same clip as the Guardians over the entire thing. So we know we had the potential. We just fell short, broke our legs, and you know couldn't get back up. But we had all off season to heal. We can. This is a squad we can give another run at. And I really want to see them put in some potential for this last year. I really, er, I don't know why I'm saying last year, but you know this next year because I don't want to see them waste this opportunity. This is a great opportunity. This is a great core. They can really, really wor- run with this. And as we saw with the Phillies, all you need is a six spot. You don't need to win the division. All you need is a six spot. You might as well aim for winning the division. But all you need is a six spot to make a run in the playoffs. And let's be honest, I think most wins ca- fans can say, we just want one playoff game. One playoff game is all we want to win. Because either because it, there's no point in looking for an exciting playoff run if we can't even get one win. And I really don't want to be known for a curse anymore. Uh, that's what the podcast is named after anyways. I really don't want to be able to name this podcast 18. I wanted to have to name it The Joe Show or something dumb like that. But I had to because this is what they're known for and I really don't want that monkey on their back. Uh, it's been on it for since, I don't know, ever since. I would say people really started talking about it after 2017, especially after 2019. But they were known for choking in the playoffs before. I just want them to get us as many shots as possible with each core. We might as well squeeze out every little drop of this core just because. And, and we're also able to develop the next core as well during it. Duran, Ryan, Miranda, Varlin, Lewis were developing the next core, which is what they weren't able to do during 2016 and 2015. They weren't able to have a good, decent team and develop the next core. But that's what we're doing right now, so why not shoot for it, you know? Uh, then we might get Miranda more playoff experience or stuff like that. Where, you know, let's just, heck, who cares about all that? Let's just try to win a playoff game, right? I mean, there's not a single player. I can. I think almost every Minnesota Twins fan, if you ask them, would you be content with uh, going into 2024, we have won one playoff game in 2023, and I would 100% say yes because I have. I, there's nothing worse than not even knowing what it feels like to win a playoff game. When you see, I mean, how many playoff games were won this season? Uh, for how how many teams felt that? Oh yes, we won the playoff. We won a playoff game. The Twins haven't felt that since 2004, and I just really like to. So that feels like. Just because, you know, I'm sick of watching it over and over again and wondering, you know, I wonder what it feels like to win a World Series. I wonder what it feels like to win the play to watch your team win the playoff game. I watched them choke playoff games. Uh, uh, one of the worst ones I ever seen was 2020. In 2020, game one, they were winning almost the entirety of the game, and then in the eighth inning, we er, Sergio Romo's pitching. 
uh, he gets ahead of Altuve, then walks him with the bases loaded, so walks in the game-tying run. After we've made an error to throw away the game, it was just a mess, and all I want to see is us just push through for one game. I mean, one game, is it really that hard, guys? It's Okay, look back, think about this. Let's say the average Twins team that made the playoffs was had, let's say, 90 wins, okay? 18, that's a 90-win team losing 18 straight. Plus, we shuffled it around every while, so we shuffled 90-win 90, 90 teams. Could you imagine a 90-win team going on an 18-game losing streak? That would be ridiculous. Granted, it's against other 90-win teams, but still, that is terrible. 90 wins, or, or 90 win team losing 18 straight. Plus, it's not even like we're losing momentum. We're literally shuffling the players around. That's like rotating through all the 90 win teams in the MLB this year. And now one of them can win a game for 18 straight games. That would be insane if that happened, and people would be talking about it forever. And that's what's happening with the Twins, the longest in North American, uh, in North American sports, the longest losing streak. Report season losing streak. I mean, how is this even possible when you think about how crazy it is? I mean, it's almost inconceivable. But anyways, after that rant. Uh, so I have on MLB.com pulled up the top players for each position. And so catchers, um, you know what? I haven't even thought about a lot of people on these lists. And I think some of them could work for us. So number one, Wilson Contreras. I talked about him before. Um, this he, I think he's a great fit for the Twins. But we've already talked about him. Number two, and this is going by WAR. Mike Zunino, thirty-two years old. That would be a decent option for the Twins. I could see him. It wouldn't be that expensive of a contract, you know. We could easily get it done. That would definitely be. I mean, if we're able to re-sign Correa and stuff like that. That would definitely be a uh, that would be a good a good contract and a good catcher that we could use. Got some pop. Um, I'm not sure how his defense is. I assume it's a little shaky, but he's definitely a good hitting catcher. And I mean, I would not be disappointed if they signed him. Uh, number three, Omar Navarez, uh, 31 years old. I I think he's a I think he's a good option. Um, I would rather take him than Sanchez for sure. Uh, I just, you know, if we get any of those top three, I'll be satisfied 100%. Even if we got, like, Christian Vasquez, who is number five behind Gary Sanchez. Even if we got Christian Vasquez, I'd be fine. Uh, any of those top five, I'd be pretty happy with, uh, definitely for sure. Uh, the top three and Christian Vasquez, I'd be satisfied with. I feel like... It, this is definitely a testament, though, how much Gary Sanchez has fallen off a cliff. 2019, he was uh, he was amazing for a hitting catcher, uh, and he's kind of fallen off, just like almost like a Kepler-type character, where 2019 was his year, but nothing since then. Uh, anyways, um, first baseman. Okay, they have Jose Abreu above Anthony Rizzo. I guess this is by war, but still, uh, that doesn't really matter. Because if we sign a first baseman, I'd be pretty disappointed because we really don't need any more crowding. Unless it was Anthony Rizzo. Anybody other than Anthony Rizzo, not going to happen. Uh, second base, 
also I think we're just gonna skip over that position. Short stops. Uh Trey Turner twenty nine. Thirteen point one war. Uh that's pretty insane. Korea had ten and a half war when he's as a twenty seven year old season. Okay, this is why I think we need to sign Korea. He's only going to be 28 in 2023. Even if we sign a 10-year deal, he'll be 38 that 10th year. I mean, yeah, he'll be pretty old, but he's not going to be 50-something. He's, you know, that's not bad. We could be getting so much of his prime. It's not like he's going to phase out of his prime like Aaron Judge in four years. He's going to phase out of his prime in probably six or seven years. So that's why I think it'd be such a benefit for the Twins to sign Korea. And he has shown us. All we need to do is pay him the money. He's not going to decline us because he doesn't want to sign here. All we need to do is pay him the money. And I really, really hope that's what the Twins do. Uh, so number one is Trey Turner, 13.1 war, which is ridiculous. Xander Bogart is third with 10.4 war. You know what? I'm going to be honest. I think Xander Bogart is good and all, but I also think people overrate him a ton. Uh, yeah, he was on a good Red Sox team. He's been a good hitting shortstop. His defense has been a little shaky. It was good last year. I mean, I guess he's kind of all you really want, but he's also kind of like a Polanco at second base. Yes, he's youthful. Yes, he's very reliable. But I also don't think Xander Bogart's a superstar talent as much as even number four, Dansby Swanson, uh, or Carlos Correa, or Trey Turner. I just don't think, I just don't view Xander Bogart as a superstar. I think some people do, but I don't view him as a superstar at all. Uh, I prefer the Twins to definitely sign Correa uh, over Bogarts. I think he would be a decent fit, but I'd rather definitely sign Correa. Uh, I don't think Bogarts is going to get as big of a contract as he wants, but if you look at the stats, it's not terrible. I mean, you could definitely see him. It's not out of the question. He could definitely, I could definitely see him getting a Marcus Semien type deal, but, you know, we'll see. Uh, after that is actually Elvis Andrews with a 5-1 season. Not bad. Uh, not bad at all. That's the same as Gene Segura at second base. And you know what? I'd take a 5-1 season. I don't think he's going to put that up again. I really don't. But he's a Guardians killer, uh, which is something the Twins need. Uh, other than, like, almost something to, like, counteract what Pagan did last year where he's like... The number one reason the Guardians were good was was uh, gone. Maybe we could counteract that with some Elvis Andrews. You know, I wouldn't be dis. I wouldn't. I'd be definitely disappointed if they signed anybody other than Korea, pretty much. But uh, Elvis Andrews is a decent option. You know, I don't know. I I still just I want them to sign Korea. I just think Korea or bust this off season. Uh, if not, I hope we uh, Austin Martin's. Popping off in the AFL, uh, so is Edward Julian. Um, you know, I would really like to see one of those guys uh, instead of uh, you know an Elvis Andres, Jose Iglesias, one of those older guys who don't really have much left in the tank. Uh, third baseman. Um, I don't really see them moving on uh, in the uh, in the third third baseman. Justin Turner. Had a 6.6 war season. Not bad. At his th- he's going to be 38 next year, though. 
uh, yeah, I think we steer clear away from that. I really don't think we should sign any third baseman. I think it'd be a waste of money, especially if we also have Rochella. Anyways, uh, outfielders, I mean, come on, are we going to sign any outfielders? The answer is no. Don't answer that, no. Uh, Aaron Judge is the only only guy other than Brandon Nimmo that I'd actually be happy, or maybe Andrew Benintendi. Joey Gallo actually had a 4.8 war season. Uh, Joey Gallo's still pretty young, so, you know, I could see that happening. Um, I would probably be excited if the Twins signed Gallo, Benintendi, or Nimmo, or, I mean, obviously Judge. Uh, I don't think any of those are likely. I wouldn't think it would make more sense. Uh, but, you know, I mean, I guess we'll see. I really, I hope they don't sign out. I feel like I'd much rather put the funds toward Korea, like I've said with every other player. Uh, I really would not like them to sign an outfielder, but, you know, it would if it happens, it happens, I guess. Uh, I don't think the front office would. I think it would be a pretty bad move by the front office if it did, but, you know. Uh, anyways, starting pitchers. This is where it gets interesting because there's so many options. The Twins better sign one of them. They better. There's probably 15 pitchers. There are 15 starting pitchers who I would be pretty darn happy if the Twins signed, right? So, I wouldn't say 15. I'd probably say 10. But 15, if you count ones they could trade for. I I just think they have to sign a starting pitcher. I mean, come on. Look at this list. Rodon, Kershaw, DeGrom, Nadevali, who, eh. Chris Bassett, Tyler Anderson, also an eh. Verlander, Gibby, uh, eh. Kluber, Perez, Manaya, Quintana, Tyone, Walker. When Walker's literally at your, like, 11th spot, you know it's the deepest. Uh, Wade Miley, Zach Eflin, Rich Hill, Ross Stripling, Zach Greinke, Michael Waka, Carlos Carrasco is literally, Carrasco he would also be a great option. Look how far down he is. He's in order, by the way. And then, you know, it kind of tails off after that with Jake Odorizzi, Andrew Haney, you know, blah, blah, blah. Guys, Bastard Prime, just like I said in the last episode, Bastard Prime, uh, Pastor Prime, Chris Archer, or Dylan Bundy, who we don't need anymore. But anybody, anybody like those, I'd love, I'd love if we just got some extra help, you know, made that rotation so much more deeper. It's already deep. We just need the upper part of it to go up, uh, you know. Uh, now, relief pitchers, if we added a piece like... Kimbrel or Jansen, if we re-sign Taylor, you know what? If we sign Taylor Rogers, I would be pretty happy. I think Taylor Rogers, that would, I feel like that would be a great fit for the Twins. I feel like he obviously did good in Minnesota. I think he could do good if he came back to Minnesota. Uh, and the Twins also don't really have a lefty in the bullpen other than Thielbar. And I feel like you kind of need a little bit more uh, of a lefty powerhouse. Uh, uh, Rogers, he did. He saved a lot of games. Uh, he wasn't extremely effective. He traded to he was traded to the Brewers um, after he was traded to the Padres. Before he was traded to the Brewers in that Josh Hader trade, 
you know what? I could really see Taylor Rogers coming back. I can see him making a comeback and being a solid, solid piece and solidifying that bullpen. Uh, as as we could, that would really help us. Um, but even I mean, I don't think we'll sign Kenley Jansen at all. Uh, Mike Fulmer would be nice to see if we re-signed. Uh, Craig Kimbrell would be nice. Uh, I, I I'm not sure about Craig Kimbrell. Craig Kimbrell. Uh, he's a little iffy, uh, you know, how he was with the Dodgers and so on. You know, not the best. Had a huge prime where he was awesome. But, you know, he's kind of been hit or miss the last few years. I feel like T- Taylor Rogers would be a better option just because of the success he's had with the Twins. Uh, but, you know, who knows. Um, anyways, I'd like to go back to the starting pitching. Uh, I feel like... It'd be nice if the Swins could sign Carlos Rodon. But here's a guy I think would be awesome for the Twins, a great fit. Would be Chris Bassett uh, or Martin Perez even, or Sean Manaya, uh, I don't know. But uh, Chris Bassett or Martin Perez. Martin Perez was already on the Twins, but the, or Carlos Carrasco. I feel like these would be good options for the Twins just because uh, how how they're like sunny gray level or higher uh maybe slightly below but they would really solidify the upper part of that rotation you know joe ryan like i said before if joe ryan's your fourth or third starter you're in a pretty good spot rotation wise and a pretty deep spot so i would really like them to see i I don't see any reason why they can't sign a chris bassett or martin perez or even a jose quintana um or if they traded for like a udarvish or you know, something like that, like especially to the Padres, who, yes, they might go for it, but they've also got a pretty darn diminished farm system. Uh, that Juan Soda trade and that Josh Hader trade pretty much cleaned them out, and so maybe they could be looking to for the Twins to, you know, supply some of that fountain of youth right over to them. Uh, the Twins are running pretty dry themselves, but we got uh, a decent amount who have graduated from prospect level, so... We're not terrible in that sense. But, um, anyways, Martin Perez, he had a breakout season. There was talk whether he was going to start the All-Star game. Yeah, he was that good in the first half. Uh, with that much upside, I think it would be nice for him to have a redo with the Twins. He's almost a um, Lance Lynn kind of guy where he was good with everybody except the Twins. Uh, he was a little, he was, Martin was a little iffy before he was with the Twins right before, but he's been pretty darn good ever since. Chris Bassett, one of the most underrated arms in the league, I would say. Uh, he pitched for the A's and then was traded to the Mets, I believe, before the start of the season. Uh, he had a great season with the Mets, 6.3 war season as a starting pitcher. Uh, it's above Jacob, or I'm, it's above Justin Verlander, uh, even though Verlander was injured, but that just shows you how good Bassett was and how much he could mean for the team. Uh, some talk would be Tyler Anderson. going to be honest, no. Let's just say it. No, he was an innings eater and nothing else. Uh, the Dodgers kind of helped him a bit, but let's just get that out there. Not Tyler Anderson. Um, and then, yeah, I guess, uh, who else? Carlos Carrasco, injured most of the year. He could definitely make a comeback. Great pitcher for Cleveland. And yeah, uh, I think the Twins better sign one of those guys. Uh, you know, I'm not sure what I'm going to title this episode, I guess you all know. Uh, just an all-around 
extra offseason talk, uh, what we can talk about, you know, with the uh, free agents, who can they sign. But, uh, yeah, I think I'm going to wrap it up here. Thanks for listening, guys. Bye.